welcome to the Get to the Point podcast, a podcast for busy women who want to have real conversations about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but without rambling or wasting time. Let's get to the point. Hey, welcome to episode 24 of the Get to the Point podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Ann, and this episode is dedicated to one of the most annoying phrases that people like myself use when we're speaking to our clients and the general public about body change and lifestyle change. And that phrase is trust the process. <laughs> Don't you hate that? You probably rolled your eyes already. And you've heard this before. You've heard me say it. You've heard other personal trainers, other coaches, coaches, other teachers that you've had in life say this phrase to you, and it probably drives you a little bit crazy. On one hand, it can be really useful, and it can be one of those motivational quotes that we like to read on social media in the morning when we're drinking our coffee. But on the other hand, it can be kind of not helpful because what does it mean? Trust the process. It's very vague. There's not a lot of specifics there. And if you're somebody that's looking for concrete answers and directions, then this podcast episode is for you. I'm going to break down what we mean in Fat Loss Lifestyle School, and what I mean as a personal trainer and coach when I'm working with my clients when I say trust the process. And first of all, I want to share a little bit of background with you. Back when I was in the place that you're in right now, somebody who's just learning, just beginning, or you know, going through the process and maybe still in that beginner phase or intermediate phase where you're still kind of struggling and you haven't really figured it all out yet and you're not to your goal. One of the things that helped me stay the course was looking at other people who had the thing that I wanted to have. I looked around at women who were fit and strong and athletic and really had this happy, balanced attitude about food and workouts and just their overall lifestyle. I looked at um, you know people in my industry who were trainers or people that were light years ahead of me in terms of experience and, and years in the business. And I started to notice there were common themes, common behaviors and things that these people all did the same. That's not to say they all did the same style of eating or the same style of workouts, or they were like cookie cutters of each other, but they just had these, like I said, common themes. So, you know, I would look at them and say, all right, this person who I admire and trust, who has this thing that I want to have, what do they do? What does their daily life look like? And nowadays that's pretty easy to figure out because of social media. You can almost kind of be a voyeur and, and you know spy on what people are eating and what they're doing for their workouts and kind of what their lifestyle looks like behind the scenes. I mean, if they're showing it to you accurately, which isn't always the case, but um, I try to be pretty transparent at least because I know a lot of you guys are following us for just that day in, day out, how do I do this thing? What does this look like? And that's why we just kind of lift back the curtain and, and show you every day on social media. Hey, here's what we're eating. Here's what our workouts look like. Here's our mindset. Here's our approach to this so that you can see this is how we do it. It's not some great big mystery or secret. And things that you will find in common from people who are fit, active, healthy, who just have a really balanced, sane approach to the food that they eat, the way that they move their bodies and how they live their lifestyle, you're going to see things like, oh, they they eat mostly real food. They're not these people doing um, skinny teas and skinny coffee and detoxes and, and all this weird stuff. Like They just eat a lot of real food. They eat a lot of vegetables. They 
eat protein. They drink a lot of water. They, you know, probably have one meal or maybe one day a week if they're very, very fit and can get away with it. Um, one meal or one day a week when they relax a little bit and they maybe aren't so strict with their nutrition and they go out on a date with their significant other or have a nice meal and a glass of wine. So they're not super rigid. They they have, you know, 80 to 90 percent of the right foods and and, you know, real food. And then, you know, they save a little bit of room for for play and for fun and social life. Okay. They go to the gym or they work out at home on a regular basis. They're doing some kind of resistance training. Maybe they are in group fitness classes. Maybe they're on the weight room floor. Maybe they have dumbbells and kettlebells in their garage, uh, but they're doing some kind of resistance training and, you know, they move their bodies a lot. They're always walking. They're you know, parking at the back of the parking lot at Target. And they're the ones at the airport that aren't taking the escalator and aren't taking the moving walkways. They're moving, okay? All these things you'll start to see in common for people that appear to have this whole fitness and nutrition thing figured out. So if you don't have it figured out yet and you're still in that place of struggle and you're hearing me or some other trainer or coach tell you things like, yeah, you really got to eat some more vegetables. Yeah, you got to get your water in yeah, you got to do the resistance training. You got to move your body and you're just fighting it. Consider that everybody that's gotten to the place you want to be, that's what they do. That's what it looks like. So you know what, what would happen if you just ripped the bandaid off and went for it and just said, I'm going to stop fighting it and wishing things to be a different way and wishing I didn't have to resistance train and wishing I could go on four hours of sleep at night and wishing I could have wine or multiple glasses of wine every night. I'm just going to stop wishing for those things to be true and stop living in fairy tale land and face up to the facts that I got to make some changes. The things that I do aren't working. That person has a completely different lifestyle and they do things differently. So what can I learn from that? And how can I use that to kind of inspire me to stay the course long enough for these results that I want to show up? So that is a really helpful tool or exercise that helped me a lot when I was first starting out. Hopefully that helps you. Um, if you follow me on social media, I am happy to recommend um, you know the coaches that are on our team, follow them. You can see how somebody who is um, a busy mom makes this lifestyle work. You can see how somebody who is a fitness professional for a living makes this lifestyle work. Somebody who is, um, you know, in their fifties and is post menopause makes this lifestyle work, right? There's, there's a way to do it. No matter what your lifestyle looks like, we're not all going to look the same. We're not all cookie cutters, but there is a way to adopt these themes and kind of implement these big rocks in your life. It's just going to take some work. And it's going to take trusting the process because these things don't show up overnight. You don't get overnight results from one day of great eating or one session at the gym. I actually read this amazing um, quote yesterday that said, you wouldn't plant a seed and then dig it up every few minutes to see if it's grown. So why do you keep questioning yourself? Why do you keep questioning your hard work and your decisions? Have patience. Stop overthinking and keep watering your seeds. That's so true, right? Like we we start these behaviors, we we buy the coaching program, we hire the trainer. That's like putting the seed in the ground. And then every day that we don't do the thing, we question the things that this this trainer is telling us to do. 
even though we can see proof that these things work, you know, we're still digging through the mud looking for that seed. Hey, has, has it grown yet? Is it, is it, is it a plant yet? Has it bloomed yet? No, you got to leave it alone. You just got to keep watering it. You got to trust the process that under that dirt, that seed is going to start to grow and it's going to eventually get big enough that it pokes up through the ground and then it starts to sprout leaves and then it starts to get a bud. And then one day it blooms, but that's a long process that takes a season that takes time and you got to leave it alone and just let it, let it do its thing. So here are some concrete things that you can do if you're somebody right now who is really struggling with trusting the process and kind of in that place of clinging to old behaviors and things you want to keep doing and you just don't want to let go of and learning to trust the process and do the work. First of all, use your tools. Focusing on one meal at a time, one workout at a time, um, one thought process at a time, one night of sleep at a time. All these little decisions that you make during the day, I like to refer to them as compound interest. Um, it's it's a slow, steady, small deposit that you're just making little by little into this bank account. And over time, all those little deposits add up and you have a pretty big sum of money, pretty big change. So using those little tools every day, every step of the way. Um, and this is something that we are so passionate about teaching our clients is actual tools, actual strategies not just relying on willpower. So, you know, giving them tools for situations like when they are traveling, um, when they have social situations, they have a work conference or, um, you know, some big event to go to or a social event like a happy hour or a wedding or a girl's weekend, whatever. You know, we give our clients these tools so that they can get through these situations without having to just white knuckle their way through it and use tons of willpower. And, you know, that typically doesn't work and it makes you feel really defeated. And then you completely lose trust in yourself and your ability to do this because you, you don't have anything to work with. You're just using willpower. And that doesn't really work when you're in a situation where there's a lot of food and it's high calorie food and it's alcohol and it's sugar and all these, you know, things that we are confronted with when we're in social situations or traveling. Um, you know, you've got to have tools in place. And, you know, if you're working with someone that's not giving you those tools, then it might be time to change trainers. It might be someone, it might be time to work with someone who can help you navigate the daily process of changing the lifestyle and implementing little changes, small things at a time. Okay. Instead of just throwing things at the wall and hoping that they stick, which is kind of what using willpower is like, it doesn't work. Number two is to remember that the way you got here is by continuing to listen to your own thought process and believe that the feelings that you were having and the thoughts that you were having were true. We've been talking so much about this in our community, um, our Stronger Together coaching community, our new insiders group on Facebook, really having this conversation with each other as women about all these stories that we tell ourselves about the things we can't do just because we've never done them before. Like I can't lift weights. I don't know how to do that. I can't, I can't drink all that water. I only drink one bottle of water a day. Now you're telling me to drink three liters. That's crazy. Um, you know, I, I, I can't walk every day. I don't have time for that. Right. We tell ourselves all these stories. And as soon as a trainer or a coach gives us the roadmap and tells us all the little the little steps that we're going to have to take to get to where we want to go, we immediately start finding reasons and excuses why we can't do them. So 
starting to change that story in your head and remembering, yeah, me continuing to do what I want to do and to do what's comfortable and safe and familiar, man, that's not really getting me anywhere, is it? Yeah, I know. So this whole process about changing your body composition, losing body fat, building muscle, um, getting into a consistent training routine, changing the way that you eat. It's really about rewriting all these stories for yourself and letting go of all that old stuff you believed because somebody else put those ideas in your head and you just held on to them, letting those things go and rewriting the story. It's very, very cool to do this and to look back over time and see how all the things you thought were true about yourself, they actually weren't. They were just stories that you made up or that someone else made up and you believed them. And just as easily as you believe them, you can choose to not believe them and challenge them and rewrite them. So if you're somebody that says, I can't, maybe it's time to flip that upside down and start asking, how can I? I can't walk. I don't have time for that. Uh, That's going to become, how can I walk? How can I make this happen? How can I fit this into my life? Could I maybe chop it up into little pieces throughout the day? Could I set a reminder on my phone and get up at the office every 90 minutes or every two hours and do a couple laps around the building or around the parking lot? And that's how you make this thing happen. It's challenging those I can'ts and turning them into how can I? The third thing that you can do if you're struggling to trust the process is Focus on the process itself, like focus on um, the things like going to the grocery store, cutting up your fruits and vegetables, uh, making sure you've got your freezer stocked with those emergency foods like uh, the frozen vegetables, the pre-cooked protein, the, the bags of frozen brown rice, you know, those things that you could throw together when you're super, super busy. Focus on nailing that process. Focus on, um, you know getting up every day and just doing a 15 minute walk around your neighborhood before you start getting ready for work in the morning or, um, you know, trying a new vegetable every week and starting to challenge this idea that you don't like vegetables and they taste really bad. So focusing on these, these tiny little things, these little action steps is a really cool way to kind of propel yourself forward. And it gives you momentum because every time you do one of these things, and you get it done, you get a little win, you get a little boost, you get some momentum, like, oh, I'm doing this. Like I, this whole week I got up every day and walked for 15 minutes. I've never done that before. That's so cool. Or you finally realize at the end of the week, there are no vegetables left in your fridge because you ate them all. Wow. That has never happened before. Usually I'm throwing away slimy vegetables from the back of the fridge because I just don't eat the vegetables and I, you know, I don't make efforts to to cook them and, and make them taste good. So these little tiny things, these little actions that you do every day, when you start focusing on those, then you get the momentum, then you get the boost, then you get the confidence to keep moving forward. That's the way to get yourself through this process, not looking at the end goal and, you know, hopping on the scale every morning. Like, is it there yet? Is it there yet? Am I there yet? Am I at my goal weight yet? No, of course you're not. You haven't done this thing long enough for that result to show up. You got to quit going back to the dirt, digging through and looking for that seed to see how much progress it's made. You've got to just focus on trusting the process, doing the things day in and day out that are going to add up over time and get you to that goal that you want. All right. So 
If this is something you are struggling with, I would love to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram, shoot me an email, lesliean at fatlosslifestyleschool.com. Find us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you and hear how you are, you know, taking things that you're hearing on the podcast, on social media, and using them to change your lifestyle. Can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. And in the meantime, go ahead, roll your eyes, smack me, trust the process. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it. Before you go, I want to invite you to come over and join our new group on Facebook called Fat Loss Lifestyle Insiders. This is not your average Facebook group for women. We're not going to be sharing recipes, random workouts, and motivational quotes because I'm pretty sure you have plenty of that in your life. Instead, we're having higher level conversations about how we train, how we fuel our bodies, and why we're doing this whole lifestyle change thing to begin with. Jump over to Facebook, search Fat Loss Lifestyle insiders in the search bar request to join and I will see you there.